pigs treat us as equals, animals real and metaphorical. Although Winston Churchill is rightly famed as an orator and his speeches noted for the rolling fluidity of their language and their power to move and inspire, most of them could not be described as wicked or witty, except insofar as there is a kind of wit in the way he uses language, in the metaphors he employs. Interestingly, animals often figure as illusions, but most often as metaphors in his speeches. Churchill liked animals. Sometimes he found this difficult to reconcile with his fondness for rich food. Anthony Montague Brown recalled that one one Christmas, one Christmas, he was about to carve a goose. Learning it was one of his own, he put down the knife and fork and said, I could not possibly eat a bird that I have known socially. Dogs look upon, look up to men. Cats look down on them but pigs treat us as equals. He kept all of these animals and others, but perhaps he felt a special affinity with pigs, charming and intelligent creatures that are much maligned. One of his private secretaries described being summoned to Churchill's bedroom where the prime minister was lying in bed, looking like a rather nice pig in a silk suit. Clementine's pet name for him was Pig, and apparently, the KGB's wartime codename for Churchill was Boar. Not exactly unbreakable. In Britain, during the war, however, he was depicted as a bulldog, seen as the British bulldog, epitomizing the never-let-go, never-give-in spirit of the nation. With his liking of words, including the silliest of puns, Churchill called the hen house. Churchill called the hen house had built for his chickens Chickenham Palace perhaps he was thinking of his residence when he exclaimed some chicken some neck words quoted elsewhere in this book although it may be very difficult to define in law what it is or what it is not a trade union he remarked in the House of Commons in 1911 most people of common sense know a trade union when they see one. It is like trying to define a rhinoceros. It is difficult enough, but if one is seen, everyone can recognize it. The whip jackal who is to save his own skin has made of Italy a vassal state for Hitler's empire. His frisking up by the side of the German tiger with yelps not only of appetite, that could be understood, but even of triumph. The jackal in this speech to the House in April 1941 is Mussolini in November 1942. Mussolini transformed slightly. The hyena in his nature broke all bounds of decency and even common sense. On On his appointment as First Lord of the Admiralty, Churchill's Churchill described his pleasure with a rather comical metaphor, especially when one tries to visualize him as a fruitful hen, or imagine poached admirals. This is because I can now lay eggs instead of scathing around in the dust and chuckling and clucking. It is a far far more satisfactory occupation. 
I am at present in the process of lying a great number of eggs, good eggs, every one of them, and there will be many more clutches to follow, new appointments to the maid, animals to be poached, scrambled, and buttered, a fresh egg from a fruitful hen. Dictators ride to and fro upon tigers, which they dare not dismount, and the tigers are getting hungry. In the warning letter of eleven, of the 2nd November 1937, Churchill's reference is to the proverb, he who rides a tiger is afraid of dismount, and he must have known the limerick. There was a young lady of Raga who went for a ride on a tiger. They returned from the ride with a lady inside and a smile on the face of the tiger, probably in the English rather than the Latin version. It was a nation that the race dwelling all round the globe that had the lion's heart. I had the luck to be called upon to give the roar. I also hope that I sometimes suggested to the lion the right place to use his claws, a speech given in 1954. We are waiting for the long-promised invasion. So are the fishes, Churchill assured the French in a radio broadcast in October 1940. By then, thanks in large measure to the Battle of Britain, Hitler had abandoned his plans on Operation Sea Lion the code word for a German invasion on the British Isles. Learn to get used to it. Els, els get used to skinnying. <laughs> These words, dating from 1940, were from a speech delivered in secret session. Had they been public, there would have been something of an outcry, as the it people were meant to get used to was apparently being bombed. He also used the metaphor in referring to caricature, caricature. Just as eels are supposed to get used to skinning, so politicians get used to being caricatured. If we must confess it, they are quite offended and downcast when the cartoons stop. Sometimes Churchill encountered problems with animals, notably camels, which are not the most accommodating of creatures. However, Churchill could be a could be as obstinate as them. Edward Marsh remembered a journey to Eden when Churchill, as undersecretary of the colonies, asked to have a camel from the camel battery. The battery officer deliberately produced one known to be a bad-tempered and prone to kicking. A Somali boy later reported to the officer, "At Fetty, at Fetty, camel kicked." Churchill, Churchill kicked camel. Him, very good. Camel now in Fetty. In 1921, Churchill, then colonial secretary, and his companions were crossing the desert on camels. Suddenly, his saddle slipped and round and dumped. Churchill unceremoniously in the sand. A number of Bedouin accompanying the group immediately dashed up to immediately dashed up to him, each offering his horse. But I started on the camel and I will finish on the camel, declared Churchill. We are all worms, but
but I do believe that I am a glow worm, he remarked to the to Violet Bonham Carter, no doubt bringing to an early end a philosophic discussion of life, the universe, and everything. An appraiser is one who feeds a crocodile. <laughs> An appraiser is one who feeds a crocodile, hoping that it will eat him for last. Elsewhere, as we have seen, he remarks that trying to maintain good relations with a communist is like wooing a crocodile. We hope to land a wildcat that would tear out the bowels of the brooch. Instead, we have stranded a vast whale with its tail flopping around in the water. This dramatic picture is a reference to the U.S. and the British combined landing at Anzo on the west coast of Italy, which was almost thrown back by the Germans with high casualties. End of section three.